Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Styers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Please make sure to tune in at the end of our podcast. We're going to do our Dear Jen segment, where one of our listeners asks a question, and I answer it for you online. You know what I want to rant about? Believe it or not, we were going to rant about something else, but... But I was going to rant, but we'll see. We're going to, we'll allow we you to rant within our rant here. Um, I think it, I think it all qualifies uh, in the same uh, field. But I started doing a post today about normal daters. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was, like normal daters alarm? wanted. That was the, my whole point when I started. I never know where my writing is going to do. It's kind of like an artist. Like, I don't know where, like when they paint, they don't know what the painting is going to be. Yes. Well, it's the same thing. So I was going to start writing all this stuff about um, what a normal person should be like in dating, what normal dating behavior is, because it's so bad out there. You should probably just start with what a normal person is. <laughs> Can we just start there? I, but it, that's pro- another it's, rant. It's probably where the, all the problem starts to begin with is no. that, that people aren't quite Shit. the same. I'm not going to say they're not normal, <laughs> but the new norm might be changing, Brad. Um, so uh, so here's what, um, what I had written because um, I think that this all turned into this crazy rant about... Um, how bad men and women have become equally individually. Thank you for saying that. Equally individually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I hear the complaints from men too. Trust me. I get, <laughs> I, I, bet. I, get it. I would just, bet more men complain than women, I but get, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing. I a lot of men yeah. complaining lately. Yeah. Especially. I, I could understand that. A lot of questions from men too, but you know, we, I'm going to start off by reading the rant uh, that I started writing. So then we can just kind of talk about it. Because it got a lot of play. It did. <laughs> okay. Normal daters wanted. Where are you? It's getting harder and harder to find these days. There are many that present themselves as normal, but then the real you shows up. Up. I just saw a typo as I'm reading. Uh, whatever happened to a man knowing how to properly court a woman? Do people even know what the word court means anymore? I know a few who get it, but why are manners and values becoming extinct? As a matchmaker, I hear the stories. You wouldn't believe the stories. I'm pretty certain all of this bad dating behavior comes from a lack of people really knowing who they are, which is what we spoke about right. earlier. Right. Why do I say that? Because I interview people. They tell me and convince me they are one thing and show up as something else. Then if anyone tries to point out the bad behavior, they go into denial or defensiveness. Come on, healthy relationships and marriage are going to become totally extinct if we don't shape up our culture. Okay, so here's where I started calling out the men and the women. Men, show up as the godly leaders in the relationship that you were created to be. Show some some respect to women that have taken the time to get to know you. I get this works both ways. Stop thinking the next best thing is around the corner. You are going to think yourself right into forever loneliness. Your bad habits begin to change your brain eventually. And you won't even realize who you've become. Be loyal, dependable, respectful, honorable, kind, loving, compassionate, trustworthy. Uh, Know a good thing when you find it and then stop the games. Ladies, show up as the woman God created you to be. See, I'm coming after the ladies now. Not a man. I'm not a man hater. Is it the same length of text against ladies as a man? It is. Equal. Just making Uh, sure. Ladies, show up as the woman God created you to be. Allow yourself to be led by a good man with good intentions. Take off your I am woman, hear me roar t-shirt 
And remember that feminine energy attracts masculine energy. It does not compete with it. Realize that just because some bad men did you wrong, not all men will. And for heaven's sake, quit choosing the jerks over the nice guys. There are many good men out there, but if you keep choosing the wrong ones, you'll continue to get what you've always got. That goes for you guys too. Looks aren't everything. If what you're looking for, I didn't mean that to you. I just say, no, I didn't, I didn't react. If what you are doing, is not working. You better switch it up. Take a look at you first, then reevaluate your search and try again. All right. So that was it with a couple typos in my post as I was reading it. (laughs) I was just trying to make me crazy that I can't change it right now. Talking about it. Oh, you can hit the edit button. Uh, uh, um, So, uh, so it did, I mean, I th- I think as I was writing this, like it's 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 not a a man thing or just a woman thing. Like men are doing it, and women are doing it equally in different ways. Well, I think the point, or at least you know what I gather from that, is simply this: show up as you. Don't put on a facade. Don't try to be what you're not. Because the bottom line is, and you and I have talked about this. We probably even talked about it with some of the guys on on the podcast. But if you come in fake, then and they like. And, and they're like, wow, I really like this guy. And then you develop a relationship and three months down the road, she's like, this guy's a jerk. Well, because you came in not being you, not that you need to be a jerk. That's not what I'm saying. But, but people think they need to do that. They think they have they, to they have put to, on a show. Yeah. They have to put on their game face for their first right. date and, and to impress somebody. I've, I have so many people, Brad, and it's such a good point because we never talked about this. So many people say, well, I have to impress them on the first date. I'm trying to say the right things and do the right things. So people are purposely admitting that they're purposely trying to be somebody that they're not or or but the see, best the, version the, of themselves. I whatever. don't get that because you should be doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway. Like if you're a guy, you're supposed to open the doors and if you pick her up, you open her car door and you pull out her chair and you're supposed to do those things anyway. Period. We are in Texas, and so and I, I will say that that part of it, I think, majority of the guys got that down. I mean, I, I, at least they try. If they're the listening beginning. to this podcast, they better. They better, yeah. I, I, I do think I have a good, a really good following of men. However, the one and women, um, the one thing I have noticed though is that. When people say that they do something like, oh, well, you don't have to worry about me. I'm a gentleman. I'll always, you know, hold the door, do this, do that. And then I set somebody up on a date with them. And <laughs> and then the woman tells me, well, you know, we, we went to valet and he just left me there. Or, oh or, um, or he didn't open the door for me. Let me open the door. Or... Just, you know, just things just. Well, yeah, because I just don't get I don't get when somebody tells you, well, I'm trying really hard to do the right things on the first date. What what the hell does that even mean? The right things on the first date is drive the conversation, ask questions, learn Learn, about each other, learn about the person, learn about them. Like how hard I don't understand why that's so difficult to say to sit down with someone. I mean, it's like we've talked about on the pie. It's a job interview. It's an interview. But that's what how people view it. And it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be because a job interview is about what well, I mean right that. I mean in quotes, air quotes. I'm bad about air quotes. But you know, like interview. It's you are because you gotta it's think a about connection. it. It's like you're learning about the person. It's not that you're drilling them or asking them questions Correct. or seeking to understand or get genuine, the answers that genuine you're looking interest. for. Yes. You know, like employers are, right? Right. 
Um, although I will say there's probably a lot of people that go on first dates that do that, that they're, they're looking for what they want to hear, what they want to see. And the minute they don't see everything that they want, they're gone. Well, but see, I have, you know, we had dinner with one of your friends one time and I thought his approach was so, was so clever. And it was a lot of fun where he was just like, you know, he kind of elbowed his first date and said, okay, this is rapid question time, right? You make it fun. And by the end of his rapid questions of 35 seconds, let's say he knew what music she liked, what her favorite flower was, what her favorite dinner was. So he left a date with knowledge. So if there was going to be a second date or if there was connection, he could walk in. He had planned, he could plan a dinner at her favorite restaurant or type of food. He could bring her flowers of her favorite flower. I, I can't remember. But um, that's not the important part. The important part is I'm trying to give the guys a little advice here and make it fun, <laughs> right? Like make it fun. You don't have to be like, like the way I, the line I always use is, okay, it's silly question time. You know, and I start asking her a ton of questions. So favorite music, genre, clothing, flowers, food. Oh, really? Well, what type? What about this? What about that? So that you can leave the first date with some information that you can later on use why to first, court. Why I mean, that's what we're talking about. Why should any different, though, than, you know, if you just met a new friend or a new business partner and you were trying to learn about them, tell me about your business, tell me about what you do, tell me about, I mean, like so many people talk about all this stuff that's taboo to talk about on a first date, like about previous marriages, all that stuff. I mean, that is completely what you should be talking about. Sure. There's no reason you can't ask somebody why their marriage ended. Right. You know, tell what, me what how happened. many relationships you've had and yeah. why did they end? Because that's, that's their history. That's who they are. And that's where you really want to get to know the person who gives a darn what they do for a living and who gives a darn what they did last weekend. What's I'm not worried about what they're doing for a living. I'm worried about if there's going to be a connection. Yeah. Yeah. You, so know? you need to ask connection questions. Anyway. I, so we, when you talk this about this is why it's called a rant because we managed to get off on a, another rant. Well, but it's but it does tie back into it though. Is isn't I thought that was normal. Are are people saying that's not normal anymore? Is that why they went off on your post? Is this not happening? Are people going on first dates and just staring at each other? Like I don't get it. What are, what are they doing? So then? here's what's happening what are you on first dates. What's the word what on the street? What I hear and what I see and what I the feedback that I get. Um, so women are very non-committal now these days. Uh, men are finding that women are very non-committal, uh, bad communicators. So non-committal being they just want to have some fun? Yeah, they're okay. not, they don't call the guys back. They're, they, don't when, give me start. Uh, now nah, I'm fixing to go off. Not even text. Like, nah, I'm fixing text, to go off. Or they go on several dates and then, then they don't hear anything from them at all. Well, boop, I can't even get that far <laughs> because these yep, you had some women yeah are interested yes i would love to go out with you here's my number blah 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 blah. okay and i'm a big you know me i'm a big are you a texter or a talker oh i'd love to have a chat okay well what day works for you call me monday so i check in on them on monday with a with a text what time works this evening for a chat nothing crickets crickets complete silence. So I give it 24 hours, like maybe she's busy or whatever, maybe even 48, and I just check back. Hey, you know, missed you last night or a couple of days ago. Are you still interested in having dinner and drinks or maybe having a chat before? Nothing. 
just nothing. quiet. That's why we have silence. So well, stop doing that. If you're not interested, we're big boys. Just tell us, hey, you know, I apologize. It's been busy. Um, maybe give me a I'm, month because I'm, I'm doing this one, or whatever. Like it drives me. It's, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, the it's one BS. telling you, Brad, like give them time. I'm kind of bad about it. I'll get busy. The text will fall down in the line. I'll forget about it. And then I'll find it later. I've done it. I've actually not texted people back for a couple of days because I didn't, I, I saw it. I was busy. I couldn't, I, I just missed it. And then a thousand other texts covered it up. But uh, so I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I have personally witnessed three times in three weeks, horrible dating behavior of women just from you yes. alone, just in three from you alone. in the last three and weeks. And that's not including my clients, but with my clients, same thing. Guys will go out with them a few times and then they'll just be ghosted. They'll just disappear. And I don't understand it because like, like I said, both parties are adults. And if you're not interested, say it. Just say maybe it's at the end of the night because I'm 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 always like, hey, could you just text me? And let me know you get home, or you know, I know that's old fashioned and it sounds like your father, but it's not. I just want to be sure you're you're safe. That night you can do it then. Hey, thanks for a great evening, or I had a good time. I'm just not in the right place right now, or I don't feel a connection, or you know, but I really enjoyed your company. Then it's done. Then it's done. And then, you know, we're going to walk away as the guy or whoever, the person who was denied, if you will. We're going to walk away with a little more, um, be a better feeling about the dating world than we do when we talk to three women in three weeks. And, the, and then you're like, you know what, this is because I called you and I was like, I'm done. I I'm am. done. I'm going to die a single man. And I'm happy with that because it's not worth the effort. And then you get into, then on the flip side, sorry, I'm ranting now. I'm just getting off. Then on, going off. <laughs> then on the flip side, but see, it's all a big circle, right? Then on the flip side, it causes problems on the female side because guys come in going, shit, is she going to be like that? Am I going to have to deal with this again? So we kind of come in already guarded with our walls up to say, because I'm not going to put my best foot forward now if I've been... And the same thing goes women with women. Women have, have thing goes turned into men a lot when it comes to dating from the standpoint of trying to hold the power, you know, um, whether it's a game or not a game, trying to hold the power with, you know, withholding messages or texts or whatever that may be. Uh, but see, I just think that's rude, whether it's a man or a woman and someone texts you that you have committed to, that you have said, I will go out with you. Here's my number, which tells me, regardless of who got whose number, tells but me Brad, you're at least interested enough I to I give me a phone number. I got this out here because you know I've dealt with this. I've done that before myself personally and gotten bombarded. Like, you know, it's one thing to message somebody. It's another to completely blow up somebody's phone constantly with messages. Okay, I understand. Like, it's unbelievably, like, obsessed rude to do that well that's a that's a psychological like it's not about like oh you need to be such a mystery it's about the fact that there needs to be a balance you know don't completely don't, agree don't blow up the woman's phone don't blow up the man's phone but don't right. blow up the woman's phone either you no, know i, I completely jobs, agree you know but if but at the same time if you're not interested don't give the number you never know what somebody's going to do with it. Maybe they won't right. text you at all. Maybe fair. they'll over text and call you. I mean, you just, but that's how you realize really fast. You, because I've, even, I've even gone back after four or five days and just checked back to say, 
hey, I'm just checking to see if you're even interested in having dinner again. Like you had and mentioned I, you were. And my advice would be, And it, Brad, nothing. They still haven't responded Brad, to that my, one. That's exactly why. My advice would be, if you don't hear back from a woman, take it as a sign that she's not interested and move on. Don't waste your time. Don't waste I'm your not. energy. And don't give her the pleasure of you reaching out again just to check. You know what? Her loss, if she's not going to accept well, that's a, no lie. If, yeah, kidding. if she's not going to accept a man that's trying to court her, that's trying to ask her out, that's trying to pursue her, then she doesn't want to be pursued. So this is the full circle back around to your post because that's what I was getting at is that we're trying to do, you know, in 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 certain cases, and, and like I said, I'm not trying to be a female basher and I don't want you to be a male basher, but in certain cases – one of the parties is doing normal courting, is being quote unquote normal and trying to do it the right way. And the other party's being a butthead. So yeah. how does it come back around to where, why is it like that? So, so one thing I'll say is I, I feel like, uh, I feel like women um, and men, some get into the dating world when they're not really ready. Like they say they're available, but they're not really available. 100% agree. And so I think that's part of the reason. I did is it. That they, I, I mean, I can speak from experience. I, I wasn't everybody ready. Did everybody it, right? doesn't. I mean, it's the rebound thing. Yeah, you jump back out there. Hey, hey, but at hey. the same time, if you've been single for a long time and you're still doing those dating behaviors, shame on you. Back it up, you know, because <laughs> boy, we know, I mean, Brad. We know some people that have been single a long time that do this. Well, I've I mean, been single a long time. You've, but you've experienced But I'm also women. very particular now. But here's the thing with women, and this is part of the rant, and I feel like it deserves some attention. Women like the jerks. For some reason, women go that. for the jerks. And as a matchmaker, I constantly try to introduce women to nice men. And this is what they do. They've been dating jerks. They're done with dating jerks. They want a nice guy. They want to be valued, respected, right? That's what they tell me. Yep. Here he is. Here he is. Door number one. That's right. Two or three even. Yes. And he's too nice or uh, there's just no chemistry or I just didn't feel that thing that I feel with the other guys. That's because he's not a jerk and he's not and playing he's, hard to get. Right. He's she, treating They don't you understand well. how to deal, it, yeah. deal with it. And where that comes back to Brad is this is so important to say. So women all need to look at this. Breaking news. This comes back down to your relationship with your father, how you were treated usually goes all the way back and you don't need a therapy session to figure this out. Um, the whole idea of what a woman chooses and what she's willing to accept um, it comes from her relationship with her father. And if she didn't I have a good relationship with her agree. father, she's choosing the wrong men, right? She's choosing men because if he was abusive, if he abandoned her, if he was um, uh, disconnected, uh, yep. right, yep. Um, absent, I've she's going to choose the same guy. And if the, so all of a sudden this great guy shows up that's, that's present, that's available, that wants to be there, that's stable, that's, you know, that is calling and texting and showing interest. Yep. Oh, yep. that's where the button gets pushed because she's not used to that. What do I do with a guy that actually likes me? Because they the rest of them don't. What do I do with a guy that's not abandoning me or abusing me? Because even though that's not what their head says, right? Right, right, right. They just don't know what to do with it. So women do need to take a look at that relationship because our dad's, set that relationship. I did a post the other it's day huge. about it's safety, huge. you know, um, um, women choose men, Brad, that 
Safety is like the biggest thing a woman, everyone, there's not one woman, not one. So when you say safety, are you like, like a security? Secure. I mean, we're not meaning like, hey, he yes. may, I'm safe with him. He means it's more that emotional safety. It's right? emotional safety. Okay. It's my heart is safe with them. Um, I know they've got my back. I know right. they're going to be there right. for me. I can trust them. You know, that I'm going to trust that they're going to be there. That's that safety and security is what a woman seeks more than anything. But if she didn't have it growing up, she doesn't know how to recognize it as an adult when she's looking for it. Yeah, so it I creates think the, a problem. I think the daughter, the daddy daughter thing is is huge. Um, it is key, a hundred percent. I always tell my male clients, ask a girl on a first date, always on a first date, because that then at least you know where you're going. How is her relationship with yep. her father? Tell me about your dad. Yep. Yep. Well, and I like I said, I've had experience with with both. Some that have really good relationships, um, almost to a fault. It was really, it was on the, it was the other extreme. I was just about um, to say that, you know, there's the other women that have really great dads, you know, really amazing well, dads. Well, and this wasn't necessarily like a, a like a, a, it was a babying. So there was always, it, he never let his daughter fall. And I'm not, you know, you guys got to understand some of that, you know, as we're growing up. Um, you, you need to struggle a little bit so you know how to get out of the struggle. And this was a babying, overprotective. If she fell, there was a pillow. I'll come save the day. So she doesn't know how to take care of herself. There's that piece. But that's not your problem. No, no, but there's that piece. But then it was also like this. It was like this kind of crazy where it was like all the time we had to spend with, with them. There was always, hey, what are you oh. doing this weekend? Oh, let's go do something with them. Let's go do something with them. Well, I kind of wanted to. Well, that he likes that too, so we'll go over there and do that. So it just kind of got... You'll see that a lot with only children. Um, no yeah. offense to people yeah. that are only children, but they they bond so much with their parents growing up that they sure. become friends that they do spend a lot. They're just, yep. that's their, that's their people. Well, um, and, then, and then I've seen the other extreme where they've, they didn't, you know, their dad left at all. At all and, and then it was really bitter and... And they were trying, I was like, well, are you trying to, I wouldn't talk to that SOB. You know, there's that's that a piece value. too. You, you just brought up something so. that's important that that's a value that people either have or they don't have. So people that didn't have a strong family bond probably need to find someone else without a big, strong family bond because, and they may enjoy that the person has a strong family, but they don't understand it again. So eventually, even though it's really cool that they have this great family that they never had, Eventually, they don't know what to do with it. Well, so sure. I mean, it's just it's so different for those. Yeah. I mean, I, I came up, I grew up in an Italian family, and my family was close. We had five kids. We did everything together, vacations, dinners, every, I mean, played together. We had we did everything together. And um, I married a guy that didn't have a close family. And so when I wanted to go on picnics with my family and my nephews and nieces, and, you know, like we did a lot of stuff together when we lived in the same state together. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't want to do anything with my family. <laughs> like he just was like, ooh, family. You uh, and I, yeah. so I ended up going with my family yeah. and he just stayed behind. But my, I mean, that, that matters, you know, that matters. So you've got to look at those things like that. Do we share the same values in regards to family, beliefs, sure. religion, sometimes spirituality? 
Well, I still don't. I, I still don't understand this normal dating thing. Okay, well, we haven't hit the lot, guys yet, though. You're, we're not getting out of here that easy. We've um, got to hit the. We got to get the men here. A lot of people went off on that post about preach it, girl, preach it. You telling the truth and blah, <laughs> all that. And I was like, well, then why isn't it happening? Because that's when I keep coming back, and we've talked about this all the time on the, on the podcast. But people jump on your social media, or we've heard it from panels on the podcast or whatever, and they're like, oh well. That's what I want. That's what I want. Take the girls. I want the nice guy. I want the gentleman. And you bring them that and they go, that's not right. And then you say, well, this guy will date you normally and he'll court you and all that. Yeah. And the same thing with the guys. Well, I brought you a nice woman. Here's what you say you want. And then they throw their hands up and they go, it just doesn't feel right. I hear the guys saying that too. They, um, they'll you know? say, Jan, I'll see you post about like waiting on, you know, sex, you know, and, and, you Wait, know, what? letting a guy court you and, you know, these <laughs> girls are like, amen, amen, amen. But yet they're sending me messages of exactly the opposite. Yeah. So. So we're back to that facade. Not where, everybody. No, that's true. But we're back to that. Why are people doing that? Because I'm telling you, whoever, guys, girls, it doesn't matter. Who's ever doing that stuff is just making the other party pissed off. And that's what's happening out there. And then the good folks are trying to get out there and get involved in this stuff. And we're running up against the walls and hitting. And we're and, like, and, this uh, is and, ridiculous. I'm over it. And people are also accepting bad behavior. So the jerk guys that are playing women, um, you know, why can they do that? You know, should they if they were left alone and they got lonely, they might actually come around to their senses, but instead they go knock on another woman's door, they treat them like the, crud. They just run it through the pattern. Yeah, and then some woman accepts that, and then it just it repeats But see, the bottom cycle. line is, and sorry, guys, but this is the truth. Man, those... I'm ranting bad on women. I love I, there's so many good women out there, and I feel like I've just <laughs> completely blasted women. But... Uh, but back to back to the guys. There's always been those guys. There's uh, the players. Those guys have existed since cavemen. And if women would so, stop giving them attention and letting them have their way, they would they'd have to come to their senses if they wanted to have a mate. Um, so let's talk about the men because you just redirected me again. So men, um, boy, uh, I think the biggest thing that men do, and it's just it's the biggest thing. Why settle for just one when you can have a smorgasbord? <laughs> and the better looking a guy is, the, buffet. the more, yeah, I mean, and it, it's just, it, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? I'll tell you something else guys are doing that is, that is poor, is that their communication skills like when a guy's interested in uh, you, okay. uh, uh, when uh. a guy, stop it. <laughs> I know exactly sex, what you're doing. Sex, please. <laughs> you're not an ape. Yes. Um, so here's the thing. Men do not communicate. If you want to be with a woman and you are interested in a woman, then show it court her, go after her, ask her out, take her out on dates. Don't ask for booty calls. Don't, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous to see what guys are doing out there, expecting a woman, text him every few days, you know, then, then right away, say something sexual, you know, it's well, like, I think it was interesting ridiculous. when you had the, the match, um, person on and she said she had a client who was a doctor. So he had kind of a crazy schedule, right? And sometimes he was at home at 
1130 or midnight and he's texting this, this gal he was interested in and he didn't understand why she was getting kind of frustrated with him in his text. And it never occurred to him that they were coming across as a booty oh, call. You're trying to get me to come over to your, your house and have a little fun. And he was like, Oh no, no, it's not that at all. I'm just, I'm like got weird hours. So, you know, it, Every I think the the bottom line is is just like everything else in today's world, everything is scrutinized at a different level now. Your actions, your you know how you text, but if it, you call, what you say, and there is and a so, lot more ability. Like where years ago, when our parents probably or we started dating years ago, we had pagers. Remember that? I'm showing my age, but no phones. <laughs> um, Everybody thought you were a drug dealer. Now if you had a the pager. whole deal is that if somebody doesn't text you back in a certain amount of time, yeah, it's crazy. It's like everybody has different forms of communicate the way that they use their phone yes. the way that they communicate and you have to respect the other person's you know um the respect the other person's form of communication and the way that they do it they're not in time you. they have to respect their time they could be working on a big deal they could be moving get off men again uh, they could just be i don't know um so i i do think you know i i I think the fact that there is such a variety out there and availability out there um, uh, for men today, especially with online dating, you know, yeah, uh, good-looking sure. guys going to be busy, um, that they are playing games. And then the women, that's where they are. They disappear because they're contacting somebody else or they're going on other dates. They disappear for days at a time. They show back up. And I see this behavior in everybody. It's not just, you know, I mean, there are some highly beautiful, successful women that I know that get ghosted. Like everybody. I mean, everybody. It's No, I don't think I don't think the ghosting thing is a male or female thing anymore. I think, you know, it may have been classified previously as a male thing, but I'm telling you what, three in three weeks. It's just bad manners. It's that's and what it, I'm saying. It's just rude. And it just comes down to the fact: Do these people not get taught that they need to communicate? Did they? Did guys not get taught how to court a woman and how to romance a woman, or do they just not give a darn anymore? Because at the end of the day, they don't have to. Because there's plenty of women that don't even have to take out on a date to have sex. God, where are these women? Oh, stop it. I, I knew you were going to go there. But it's, it's, just, I never it's can't happening. Find them. Hello. So, Please send your emails, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you listen. Please don't create any more of a monster. Um, anyway. No, like I said, I think, I think what's really interesting is, you know, when we were growing up, it was pretty much guys that were kind of seen as the bad boys. They were the players. There's still plenty of them. They were the players. There's they were the ones that ran around. And and then if there was a, a an issue with a female, it was very limited, right? Oh, she's a slut. That was the big word back when you we were growing up, right? And we were in high school, and that didn't mean anything. We had no idea what that meant. But anyway, there was very few far and in between, but there were a lot of players, a lot of guys. Do you know, just so I have to say this, because it was such a, that was such a shameful word when we were growing up, that whole S mm -hmm. word. I hate that word. Um, what, slut? Yeah, it's not a pretty word. It's just a bad <laughs> word. But um, I, I'm going to say it because I don't like it, but I'm going to tell you something. This 20-something-year-old generation, not not all of it, and again, I'm really, but I've heard it and seen it. Some of the late 20-year-olds actually call each other that 
knowing like that's really who they are like they're sleeping oh, around oh you like, get down crazy. to words and stuff like that it's but they change call each other craziness that. yeah yeah and yeah. there's they're they're you know the there's there's things brad now and i again i know you don't date 20 something year olds because you've got a daughter that's in her 20s but you know these girls are actually getting having group like their friends with their guy like there's two girls or three girls and a guy i mean this is what's happening they're Damn, sharing why their man grown up in the 2000s <laughs> I mean, I, I can't imagine the STDs that are going around at this point, but you know, no, I guess what I was trying to say was though, is that now it seems to be male and female are playing, yes. are playing this, this crap there. It's, the, it's on both sides now. And I don't know if, again, if that's back to, well, women are tired of men's shit and that's fine. I get that. Um, and, and you, there's probably some justification so to that. So be tired but of it when you and, and do the work and find a good man. That's then. what I'm saying. But when that not, see, here's my problem with it. You don't know. I mean, unless you're working with Jen Sires, matchmaker, you know, extraordinaire, you don't know that that, that guy is not that guy. You don't know that he's not the one. Right. So don't play games because that thing knocking on your door may be exactly what you need. It may be exactly what you want. So you have to make the right effort, you know, and that goes for both parties. The guys should be doing the same thing. I have made great introductions for people, you know? including people to you that don't, that don't, that that don't jump on it, you know, that don't appreciate it. No, no one you've that... introduced me to has ever jumped on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I introduced you to good girls. <laughs> Just saying. But my point is, is that I am, I do pre-screen to the best of my ability. Again, I think the one thing that we didn't talk about here that we need to say, and I need to say it, everybody needs to hear it. I pre-screen people tell me what they they tell me something that I want to hear. And I used to think at when I first started matchmaking that people were just lying to me. Because I go, that's not what you're doing, though. So you didn't tell me the truth. Yeah. But now what I think it is, because it happens so often, and if I do call somebody out, well, you said you do this and you say you do that, but you did this, this, and this, and they get defensive. You know, they get super defensive and then go into denial about it. I don't think people really know who they are. I don't think, I think their behaviors have gotten so bad and so out of, out of, uh, out of line that they're, they've changed their brain. The new norm is like messed up. And so, oh, it's ridiculous out you there. know what I'm saying? So they've moved the bar to some low place. I know there's not, everybody's doing this. I'm just saying that. No, but people I think the majority, I think, and I think people will, you know, say this, but it's probably more messed up than it is good. It, it uh, is. You know, and that may be 80-20 rule. That Let's may just be 51% and 49%, no, right? But it's, and, and I think the sad part is, you know, I've talked to people and we've had people on the podcast and you've, you've, we've shared stories and you and I've talked, but you know, people today spend more time planning a vacation than they do on the person they're going to date. That's true. And that's a, I mean, that's ridiculous because if you truly are trying to find somebody to date and enjoy their company and potentially maybe see if it works out for something long-term. And when I say long-term, you know, if you're thinking that's the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, why aren't you taking the time then? Because if you're going to spend 20 years with somebody, it better be the right person. 
And most of us in our age group, we've had a marriage, right? We've had a marriage or a serious relationship in the past and it didn't work out, whatever the case may be. So why aren't you taking the time to make sure the next one is sh- exactly what you want? We should be enlightened enough to know what works. We're and what supposed doesn't to work, be. Right. And you know what I think? I There's a possibility that people get out of marriages and they're noncommittal. They want to play. They want to you know, sow oats, whatever that whole situation is, um, and not take the time to figure out who they are. Um, but I had a good point, but I forgot it. I think I need more coffee. Um, but, but I, I, I do think that people are getting into relationships again and they're not as committed or they're doing it for the right, like the wrong reasons. Like, okay, I don't need a, a wife anymore. And I don't need a, mom anymore for my children. Now I just want to play and have fun. And I want to find that person that I'm attracted to. And, you know, and they're looking for that whole, that whole attraction thing more than they're looking at the person. But see, if you want to do that, I don't have any issue with someone doing that. As long as there's other things. Well, as long as you're going into it with that attitude and you're letting the other party know, listen, I'm not here to try to find my next wife or my next, or my next husband. I'm here because, you know, I've, was in a 15 year marriage and it's been a year and I don't want to think about that right now. I mean, again, if you're up front with everybody, then that allows the other party to decide whether they want to put themselves in that environment or not. It's up to them because you've been honest to say, Hey, I don't, I'm not into a relationship right now or I'm not going to, I'm just dating. Then it's their decision. If they decide to, to continue it and something doesn't work out, well, they can't blame you for it because you were honest. Oh, absolutely. People you know? should be should at least be honest. But I'll tell you what, I've known people that are honest and the other party just doesn't care. You know, I'm going to say this one last thing because, and I think we've talked about this before or we've talked about it on podcasts before. There is that whole idea of, so there's these successful men getting out of these marriages. You know, they, um, they do know how to treat a woman. You know, they have the resources financially to take care of a woman, you know, to buy him drinks and take him on trips and all of this stuff. And I think that's the other thing that's kind of killing some of the relationship stuff is that these 50-something-year-old guys are getting out of relationships and these 50-something-year-old women are, and the women are searching for their soulmate. And I would think those guys initially probably wanted to also, but now they've got these 20 something year olds throwing them. I'm not joking. These 20 something year olds throwing themselves at these 50 something year olds because they want a daddy. They want, they want to be taken care for. of and babied like yes, you talked they about. They want their apartment paid for. Yeah. They, the 20 something year olds don't Honey, want it. My hey, they've done a lot of research on this. I'm not just saying this. Like there is actually papers out and research on this. The 20 something year olds don't want to date the 20 something year olds because they're not successful yet. They don't want to build with somebody. They want somebody who is established. They can give them everything they want. It's easier. Right. That's what they're thinking. They're like, it's just easier. I don't have to, I don't have to. Guess what? That 50 something year old, that easier is going to cost them either a baby that they have to raise and pay for. Right. (laughs) Now we're getting off. I'm sorry, but they are. And, or, or a lot of money in a divorce because eventually they'll go for the bigger, better thing, or they'll realize I don't want this old guy anymore. You know, I want somebody younger. Um, and by then the guys, you know, may have matured a few years down the road. It's, it, I see it all the time with Pat 
patterns, you know, oh, yeah, sure. and I'm not, I'm not dogging the men or the women because both of them are to blame for it, but it does change the dating pool when you've got, you should have this really good, solid, you know, 40 something, 50 something year olds dating pool of men and women that have both been divorced and they should be commingling and connecting and, you know, creating better relationships. And instead these dynamics are all messed up because of society. Well, the dating dynamics in 2019. Have if just, I'd have dated a 50-something year old man when I was day. in my 20s, my dad would have locked me in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And if he, if he, I'll make sure he listens to this because he would agree. There's no way it would happen. Yeah. No, no I way. understand. No way. Even some of the things I'd try to wear out, he'd say, uh-uh, get back in that house and change, you know? And I see some of, some of these people out dressed the way they're dressed now. I'd never, I would have never gotten out of my house like that, even in college, <laughs> college for the weekend. I'd have to sneak clothes out. <laughs> so you did do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't but, know if we covered anything, but we talked for 40 minutes, so. Well, I, you know what? I th I do think we covered a lot of stuff. I think that we, I think that we ranted, which is exactly what we want to do. And I think there's a lot of frustrated people out there that have thought the same things or said the same things. Um, and it's worthy of a conversation. If nothing else, Brad, we're talking about it. So it's making people think, you know, it's helping people think through it, whether they change because of it is one thing or, you know, that's yep, their decision yep. or they can keep choosing to play games and be, you know, blindsided by the stuff that's going on. But, you know. Well, just I think the biggest thing is if you're out there playing around and playing games and and not, quote, unquote, being fair or slash, um, you know, normal in quotes, which is, you know, treating people with respect and everything else, it's going to come back around. You're, you're going to get the same treatment that you give. And that's just, you get what that's you just give. the way How it is. How about that for being yeah. one of the oldest sayings in the book, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you there reap you go. what you sow. Yes. Um, okay. Well, uh, rant over. Hi, my name is Jennifer Styers, and welcome to our Dear Jen segment today. Our Dear Jen question comes from a young lady in Arlington, Texas, uh, who asks us about red flags. When we see red flags uh, ahead of time before we've gone out with somebody, uh, how do we know whether to pay attention to them or how do we know if we're being just judgmental and presumptuous? Uh, so her question was, so she's connected with these guys on uh, online dating, and then they're talking, having great conversation, connecting on social media happens in different, you know, different uh, orders sometimes. But what she's noticed is that some of these guys, and this is not just him, but it's happened before. They're friends with a lot of women, a lot of young women that are bartenders and waitresses at bars uh, across the Metroplex. Uh, and uh, so she said, is this a red flag or am I being judgmental? Uh, honey, it's a red flag. <laughs> it could not be more of a red flag. Uh, there are multiple red flags, actually. Uh, number one, the fact that uh, this person's friends are bartenders and waitresses uh, in bars across the Metroplex says that this guy quite possibly has a drinking problem. Uh, number one, uh, he frequents bars and hangs out in bars. Is that really the kind of guy that you want to, you really want to date? Now, again, it's not a judgment. It's a decision. If you like to hang out in bars all the time, uh, and, and with bar people, then 
that's great. Then you guys were perfectly compatible. But if not, then it's probably not the case. Um, also, the fact that this this particular gentleman uh, has a lot of uh, girlfriends that um, are young, 85 to 90%, she said on his page, uh, were young uh, young ladies and many of them, uh, female waitresses and bartenders. Uh, so the other, the other part of that would be, you can't expect that that behavior is going to change if he were to date you. This is obviously accumulated over some time. This is who the guy is. Take heed. He likes to go to bars and he likes to get girls numbers and social media information and stay in contact with these women. So the same behavior is going to happen if you're with him. We need to pay attention to uh, the red flags and to the signs and to everything that's you know available to us before we date somebody or when we're dating somebody. People ignore them, and that's why problems happen. Uh, I, I This is one particular instance, but I think it's part of a bigger picture. Use what you have. Technology has definitely changed things, but it's put a lot of things at our fingertips, temptation being one of them, but also information being another. So it take the information, make sure you check people out before you go out with them. Make sure they're legit. I mean, you can tell a lot from somebody's social media page. You know, what are their pictures of? Do they have 500 selfies of themselves? Uh, do they have pictures of, you know, scantily clad men or women on their page? You know, are, are all of their friends, you know, hot young men or hot young women? I mean, it's, it, it, what are they doing? What are their interests? What are they posting about? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of information that we can use to build a bigger picture about this person. And we need to pay attention to any patterns we see. Don't brush it off as I'm being judgmental or presumptuous or too picky. If you see something that's a red flag, it's a red flag. Don't do it. That's it. Pretty simple. Uh, so thanks for the question. I think it's a great one. We've, we've talked about, you know, uh, variations of the same thing before, but, uh, I think the bartenders and waitresses, uh, dimension added, you know, something, uh, something to the conversation that we hadn't discussed before. So thanks for listening. And if you have a question, you can email us at dearjen at lovegen.com. That's lovegen with two ends.com. Thanks for listening. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.